재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Sore muscles, tight pants Ooh, sounds painful Sounds like the Olympics Sounds like weird and wonderful Injuries and tight pants. What more do you need for the Olympics? <laughs> oh, I was watching some Olympics uh, blooper reels, <laughs> and I was watching. Uh, yeah, yeah, they were in, they were in tight pants in the uh, in the winter sports. Sure, you got to be clothed. It's too cold, mm-hmm. but it's got to be wind, not resistant. Uh, wind proof. Proof. Sure. Uh, I was watching two people. They were preparing for the bobsled, and it was the camera angle from the back. And they kind of do this thing where they rock back and forth, like squatting down and pushing right, the right, sled right, forward, right, back right. and forth, back and forth. And then one team, like, <laughs> they were doing it, and then the, the pants split right down <gasps> the back. Did it really? Yeah. yeah. How? Was, and not, not this Olympics. These are supposed to be stretchy. Um, maybe... Maybe she's done it a few times. I don't know. <laughs> Went too many times. Right? But we are talking about Olympic scandals, whether it is from 2018 or way back in 1994 and beyond. We'll start it off with the whole Nancy Kerrigan, Tanya Hardy incident. Uh, easily one of the most notable, uh, even before the uh, film I, Tanya came out. So to summarize, during a 1994 practice, Nancy Kerrigan was hit on the leg by a club-like instrument uh, after a practice jeopardizing her opportunity to qualify for that year's game. So it was later discovered that fellow U.S. figure skater Tanya Harding's ex-husband planned the attack, and Harding was eventually banned from the U.S. Figure Skating Association for life. Kerrigan, uh, Nancy Kerrigan, however, went on to win silver medal for the 1994 Winter Games. So uh, beyond that, there are quite a number of noteworthy scandals, beginning with individual athletes. All right, so staying with figure skating, uh, Surya Bonali. Mm-hmm. Now, this is the 98, the 98 Olympics in Nagano. Olympic free skate now. Benali attempted an incredibly dangerous one-footed backflip. Don't worry, it ends well. She became the only Olympic figure skater to ever land it. Now, she rebelliously performed the flip because she knew that it was considered illegal in the sport at the time. And the judges deducted points from her final score. So she didn't place. She finished 10th, but became a hero for aspiring figure skaters sure. everywhere. Can you imagine a one-footed backflip? Backflip. On ice. Yeah. There's not a lot of forgiveness for a fall like that. Sure. But I mean, I think she wanted to prove a point. However, judges, I mean, to be fair, they got to go according to the rule book. But uh, yep. uh, as as they said, aspiring figure uh, skaters everywhere. Uh, going over to 2000, uh, Marion Jones for track and field for the United States of America. After winning five medals at the Sydney Games, Marion Jones admitted to using steroids to prepare for the Olympics. Now, she ended up receiving six months in prison and then two years probation for lying to the federal prosecutors who were investigating her use of the performance enhancers. Yeah, Ugh. gotta get those medals fair and square. Sure. No need cheating about it. Number three athlete we're going to take a look at. Uh, his name is Angel Matos. Taekwondo. The sport is Taekwondo. Uh, he's from Cuba. He's representing Cuba back in 2000. So Matos took gold in Sydney in the uh, 80-kilogram division. Is that more of the – that's lightweight, right? Eight years later in Beijing, now, he was disqualified for taking too much time uh, from, from an injury. Wow. So this was due to a fall, and so he was trying to, uh, I guess, 
take time and he waited too long. And as he waited for medical attention, he was disqualified. Now, after being disqualified, Matos kicked a referee in the face <laughs> oh and then was banned from both the World Taekwondo Federation and the International Olympic Committee for Life. Bit of a temper problem? Not very sportsmanlike conduct there. Sure, not now, very professional. Instead of athletes, though, let's look at some, I guess, large scale scandals that have happened, some of a more systematic nature. Going back to Salt Lake City. Yeah, in Utah, 2002, a number of IOC members were forced to resign after it was uncovered that they had accepted inappropriately valuable gifts in return for voting for Salt Lake City to hold the game. So uh, let's take a look at some points here. Two head organizers for Salt Lake City's bid uh, for the 2002 Olympics were uh, indicted on charges of conspiracy to commit bribery. The organizers reportedly paid $1 million U.S. million to influence votes of delegates of the IOC, and the money was also given to the United States Olympic Committee official to assist in securing the city's bid as well. Point number two, legal charges were brought against the leaders of Salt Lake City's bid committee by the U.S. Department of Justice, of which all parties were later acquitted, Salt Lake City won the bid anyway. Wow. Well, uh, going back to accepting inappropriately valuable gifts, Mm -hmm. not sure exactly what they're talking about, but it makes me think like uh, some situation where they're given a watch and it's like, ooh, it's a very nice gold watch. How much is this? It's one million. That's inappropriate. But I will accept it. (laughs) Uh, Badminton in London 2012 games. I, I was aware of this one. And it is kind of funny to go back and watch the clips of these games. Uh, four women's doubles teams, two pairs from South Korea, one from China, and one from Indonesia. Now, if I remember correctly, I do believe that it was uh, the team from China that led this, uh, I guess, tactic. Okay. They were disqualified for intentionally losing their matches. The eight players thought that a loss would mean mm. they would be able to play a weaker team during the next round and attempted to lose to manipulate the draw. Yeah. Because, of course, it's a round robin. So if you lose, then you get like a lower seed and then you get put into a different pool. And, of course, you might be put in a pool with lower or weaker competitors. And so maybe win that. if you watch the game, I think because uh, it wasn't like they got together and they decided this. It was more that one team said, hey, let's do this because we'll get a." And then the other teams caught on. They realized, oh, they're doing this. Let's do this, too. Oh. And so you watch it and they'll be serving it and they'll serve it straight into the net. Like, oh, darn it. <laughs> Missed another one. Yeah, maybe a bit uh, bit of acting was involved in that one. I suppose. Moving over to Russia, based on an abundance of evidence, the existence of systematic doping was accepted by the World Anti-Doping Agency, the WADA. Now, Russia has consistently denied any state-sponsored doping. So here's a, a bit of the timeline. Uh, back in 2010, Russian doping or Russian anti-doping agency employee uh, Vitaly Stefanov begins sending emails to WADA, W-A-D-A. Now, he sends 200 emails, 50 letters over three years. And according to uh, Vitaly Stepanov, even at W-A-D-A, there were people who didn't want this story out. Wow. Interesting. So we go over to 2002. um, 2012? 2012, excuse me, where they discuss a thrower, Daria, uh, I'm not going to say this right, Pish. Uh, Pishalinikova sent an email to WADA containing details on an alleged state-run doping program in Russia. Now, according to the New York Times, the email reached three top 
officials in the WADA, but the agency decided not to open an inquiry and instead sent her email to Russian sport officials. A year later, in April, she was banned by the Russian Athletics Federation for 10 years, and her results from May 2012 were annulled, mm. meaning she was set on track to lose her Olympic medal, and her ban by the Russian Athletics Federation was likely retaliatory. Now, even WADA's chief investigator believed that the organization was reluctant to take action and that media attention was necessary. So he obtained permission to contact a journalist. Back in 2014, in December, a German broadcasting company, ARD, aired uh, The Doping Secret, How Russia Creates Its Champions. Now, here's the aftermath mm-hmm. after that. Yeah, so in uh, Sochi 2014, two gold and two silver medals were stripped from the official records, costing Russia its first place gold medal standing, now officially tied with Norway for first 11 golds. And then uh, on to 2016, Rio, uh, WADA... They recommended that Russia be banned from the 2016 Rio Olympics. The IOC, they rejected this notion, and 70% of Russia's athletes were cleared to compete. And then in 2017, IOC suspends the Russian Olympic Committee. The IOC creates a path for individual athletes to compete as neutral Olympic athletes from Russia, which is why in the uh, Olympics now in Pyeongchang, you don't see Russia officially mm-hmm. recognized, but rather you see uh, y- y- uh, uniforms in neutral colors, and sure. they are considered the athletes from or representing Russia. Olympic athletes from Russia, yeah. Well, yeah. there you go. O-A-R, I believe, yeah. is what they're... Uh, Initials are. Well, there you go. That is the rundown of the scandals for uh, the Olympics for Weird and Wonderful. Hope you enjoyed it. We'll leave you guys with Best Coast. Feeling okay?